morning, good afternoon, good evening to everybody. You're listening to the Greens Matter Chatter Podcast presented by North Gore Greens. Oh, I can't talk today, Edward. You got to help me out. So I'm today I'm your host, Jeffrey Guy, and I'm joined by my co-host and cohort. Edward Michaels. So we're here today to talk about the markets this week, this beautiful Friday afternoon. But I think before we get into the markets, we say it's a nice day today after the few rain events this week. We I've heard uh, from Bobby Orr, actually, Edward, that up in Shawville, they got near five inches of rain this week. Well, and out west, they got quite a bit, too, over in the west side of the province. Yeah, uh, Dwight was showing some pictures of some flooded fields here. So I guess here in this area, we're pretty lucky. I think we got about an inch and a half. I'm sure other areas got a lot more. But uh, So that rain event, it uh, stopped the soybean harvest. Did we have any reports about how the harvest was going, Edward? Harvest, it's, you know, we're just getting into it a little bit. Uh, yields look pretty good overall. Which that's definitely what we're hearing, probably better than what was expected after the dry August. So, well, let's get into the markets here. So, for this week, corn ended up about $5 nearby. Harvest soybeans up over $10, 14 actually. Spring wheat up about $6, and uh, winter wheat up just over $10. Same thing for the markets next year. All the markets ended up positive for the week. One of the reasons markets are up this week, basis levels. There's demand out of the lakes and out of Ontario and Quebec at this point in time. So this part of this demand is coming down in the, uh, I wrote, wrote a lot about this this week in the daily blog. The, uh, the damage that was caused by Hurricane Ida down in the Louisiana Gulf Coast, the terminals, well, they were shut right down for a few days. Uh, saw a report today that they're operating now at about 60% capacity. So week by week, they're getting uh, back closer to that 90 or 100%. So as Edward said, this there's increased demand up here in Canada right now for exports. So with the U.S. not able to export at a their full potential down in the Gulf Coast, this has pushed the export, some of the export market to other areas. In the U.S., it's in their northern, the Pacific Northwest, but it's also helped us in Canada. That's you hate to say one person's one area's bad thing is great for another, but that's just the way this is right now. So it, it's probably short lived. So the strength will be there short term in terms of basis levels. So Edward, do you feel that once the golf terminal terminals get operating again closer to a hundred percent basis levels in? Up in Ontario, eastern Ontario here will probably fall back. Yes. To what extent, we don't know at this point in time. Depends how much they pick up on uh, shipments out of the Gulf and demand out of China too. Yeah, so the demand in China is, I think I read a report this week out of the from the USDA. They're expecting China to import this year and next year just over 100 million tons of soybeans each year. You know, 104 million, that's 2 million tons a week. That's a lot of soybeans. A lot of soybeans. But we need them to keep using those soybeans to keep the demand up or to keep the prices higher, big time. So basis levels are higher, have increased this week. Definitely potential to go down if export demand falls. But there's another big thing with, we've already said about how yields are maybe a little stronger than expected here in eastern Ontario. 
So if yields really come off pretty strong, we'll have an oversupply. Harvest pressure usually pulls down basis levels, not just in soybeans, corn, everything. Uh, that's just the normal way the market flows. So it might be a time, again, not too often I tell people to sell, but this might be a time to take advantage of some of these stronger basis levels. Edward, do you see Chicago rallying very much in the in the near term? It's been pretty flat at this point in time. And that's that says it all. And it's been flat because China hasn't really been, they've been purchasing, but not to the extent that they did last year. And that makes a big difference because last year they were aggressive, aggressive, aggressive. So we talked a little bit about soybeans, corn. So China, well, what I've read, Edward, there's still, there's big questions about how much uh, corn China is going to import this year. And it still remains a mystery. And it will probably remain a mystery until it's all done, but a uh, few things that's going to affect their their demand. I think we might have talked about this a little bit last week is the strong corn crop this year in China. And plus now they're importing feed wheat from France, which is being used in the hog rations. I guess it's less expensive. So only makes sense. So let's see, we, we've talked a little bit about soybeans, corn. Let's talk a little bit about winter wheat. I mentioned prices were a little over $300 to close here for next year. What do you think about winter wheat, Edward? I would definitely be looking at selling something. If you plan on putting it in the ground, it's a good it's a good place to start selling. You don't have to sell the whole crop, but if you started selling a little bit of it, uh, and if 300 and some odd dollars, let's call it $305 a ton, becomes your worst sale, it's a pretty good sale as far as I can see. And that's... That's a conversation I had with a couple customers today, Edward, and, and uh, even had one customer to put a target price just a little bit higher than that. And we always love target prices, so that customer knows he wants more money, and he knows exactly how much more money he wants for that winter wheat that he's going to going to plant. So, I guess I agree with Edward. If you're a confirmed winter wheat grower, you can start selling above three hundred dollars. It's a good time to get selling. So. Well, we're, the elevator will be closed this weekend, be open again next week. And uh, when we do get, when combines are rolling, we will be open seven days a week, of course. And hopefully the, we'll, the land will get dried out, especially for the guys that got those three, four or five inches of rain. Anything to add for today, Edward? Well, the Canadian dollar really is, uh, hasn't done a lot at this point in time. It's staying relatively flat, even with the election this week. It didn't take the dollar up any uh, a lot it didn't take it down a lot so it's pretty flat overall it's around 79 cents oh well, we had an we had an election i didn't notice anything change but that's a story for another day or talk for another day so anyway everybody have a great week we look forward to talking to you next week bye for now bye